0: In today's show, we look at the three games from Sunday, talk about a trade, some news. Fantasy trade, that is. Not a real life trade. Don't get excited. Not a real life trade. Michael Bolton. Should have clarified that. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are locked on fantasy basketball. And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at RedRock underscore B-Ball. On TikTok, at RedRock underscore b And on Instagram, at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Today's episode is brought to you by PrizePix. Picks. PrizePix Picks is giving you an instant deposit match of up to $100 for first-time users with the promo code LOCKEDON. That's prizepix.com. The promo code is LOCKEDON. Thank you for making locked on Fantasy Locked Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. All right. I don't think it's going to be a very long show, but you know what? I say that all the time. We've only got three games on. We did a waiver wire show earlier today, so you can go check out some waiver stuff there. Um, let's talk the news. Let's talk the news. Warning. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, just some updates to when we did the What to Watch For show earlier on. Ingram is out. Larry Nance is out. So Najee Marshall, Trey Murphy, even Jackson Hayes gets that real boost there to become maybe streamers, especially Marshall. Uh, and Murphy, of course. Um, Darius Garland's been downgraded to Doubtful, so that boosts the value of Karis Levert, who will start and get more opportunities with the ball and more assist chances. Landu Schammett and Cameron Payne are back. So I'd be adding Shamut. I'd be a little bit more cautious on Payne, but I think Shamut's worth a look. Devin Vassell is officially questionable, so that's good news. Maybe he'll be back in this game, if not next game. And then a bunch of players ruled out. Kelly Oubre's out, so Jalen McDaniels. Gets a boost there. Probably helps Gordon Haywood a little bit. Clint Capella is out. So we're still rolling real hard with Kongwu. And then Jalen Johnson in deeper leagues. He's got 20 minutes for three straight games. So he's an option. Andy Wiggins is out again, along with Steph and Kaminga and James Wiseman and Jermichael Green. There are no frontcourt players there. None. So I think Patrick Baldwin's going to have to play. They'll start DiVincenzo, obviously, with Draymond at the four. And Looney will have to get more minutes. But their backup center was Wiseman and Jermichael Green and Kaminga, and they're all out. So Green's going to play a lot of center, meaning they need a four, and their small ball four is Wiggins, and he's out. So he's going to have to be a lot of Patty Baldwin, I think, or at least some Pat Baldwin in there, and some Anthony Lamb. So a bunch of guys out for the Warriors. But speaking of Warriors or former Warriors, Gary Payton will return for Portland, make his season debut on my Ma- uh, Monday. Yeah, on Monday for the Blazers. I don't think he's a ten or a twelve. Maybe a 14 team legad, maybe. But more just a steel streamer. Could he have an impact on Josh Hart? Maybe. Maybe a couple of minutes. I don't think he has any impact on um, Red Simons. Red! Look, maybe he does. I really don't think so. I think the impact's gonna be Keon Johnson goes out of the rotation and Shaden Sharp gets a hit as well. And those other guys will still play their pretty significant roles. I don't think. I don't think there's gonna be a huge change, especially if a guy who hasn't played for since the NBA finals and he's rusty, and he's dealing with these mental um, hurdles with this injury, this core injury, and he's not that good a player to begin with. So I don't think we need to get too overly excited there at this point. Question of the day. Only a small show, so we're going to do that. This player went to Wake Forest. They were drafted by the Atlanta Hawks, and the last team that they have played for is the Milwaukee Bucks. Drop your comment of who you think it is in the comments. From Wake Forest... To Atlanta, last team, Milwaukee. Let me know who you think it is. I think that one's an easy one. A trade that was submitted to me. It's a dynasty league. I'm not going to put the person's name there because I'm not sure if he's okay doing that. Um, But that's fine. It's an eight-category, 20-team dynasty league. So we've done some other types of leagues, redraft league, dynasty. And this one really got me interested. Really got me interested, this trade. Um, It is Ben Simmons for Bol Bol and Tari pre-slash-regular season. And on the surface, it's Simmons, right? On the surface. But is it? In a 20-team league, depth is more important. Let's say, and I don't know the details of this, but let's say it's a standard 20-team league, 10 starters, 200 players have to start. So instead of top 100, top 120 players being your starters, you're talking about bad players having to fill... your your three, four, five spots on on your roster in general. I don't know what I think about bowl moving forward. I I know that I'm less high on him than others, but he's proven to be at least a rotation slash spot starter. And I think Tari Eason's got top 50 Robert Covington-like fantasy potential. I don't know that he ever gets there, but I think he's got that. As for Simmons, I don't know what the hell to make of Simmons. He's not old, but we're seeing troubles with his back, his knees, the mental stuff from last season, the lack of efficiency, the, the drops in his game. Now, if this was like a 12-team league, the value of deeper players isn't as important. Even though I still think Eason can be the best player in this deal in three years' time. But in a 20-teamer, having these two players, who theoretically, I don't think Bowl will do it, but theoretically could both be top 70 players in two years' time. And Simmons may never be a top 70 player again. He might be, but he may never be a top 70 player again. I th- I, think, I think I lean the bowl Eason side. That is putting a lot of faith, particularly, into Tari Eason. And the proven commodity here is Simmons. Like, very easily, the proven commodity is Simmons. And he might have four more seasons as a top 60 player... He might not, but he might. But in a 20-team league with some upside value there on both of those guys, I'd probably like to squeeze in a draft pick, late first-round draft pick as well, on the bowl eastern side, because again, it's a lot of forward projection that may not come to anything. But I reckon I'd take it. And I thought it was a very interesting discussion to have. I'm sure this person who submitted me this trade would be really interested to see what everyone has to think. So drop it down below in the comments. Drop it in the chat. What side would you want? I think Again, I am leaning, and I don't believe I'm saying it, but I'm leaning the bowl eastern side. Bloody hell, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Let me know what you guys think about that. Today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is daily fantasy, but it's not traditional daily fantasy. It's the daily fantasy where... You go out there, and instead of putting up a lineup with salary cap, it's just individual player projections. And they'll say, bowl, 10.5 points. You go, I think you'll score less. Then you go, Ben Simmons, 6.5 assists, and I think you'll get more. And then you go, "Tari Eason, 1.5 steals. I think you'll get more. And you can do between 2 to 6 of those individual player projections. Put them into your lineup, and you can win up to 25 times your entry fee. You can do that in over 30 U.S. states. You can do it in Canada. You can do it in under 60 seconds as well. And you can do it for just more sports than the NBA. NFL, NHL, college basketball, college football, um, soccer, cricket, European basketball, NASCAR, golf, MMA, boxing, and of course, disc golf. So go to pricepicks.com or download the Price Picks app. And first-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Price Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Price Picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code locked on at sign-up for an instant deposit match up to $100. All right, let's go into games. Let's look at the Wizards and the Celtics game first. That was the first game that finished. So we'll talk about that one. The Wizards, comfortably been at 118.95. Now, the good? Dan Gafford. 28 minutes, 17-4-4, steal on a block, 73% shooting, a clear 12-team lead player. That is clear 12-team. I only played two games next week, which for some streaming options, I'd care about, but not for this. But he went to the locker room at the end of the game and missed the last like two to three minutes, probably just precautionary, but it was something to do with his foot, ankle. We hope it's okay. But go grab Dan Gafford wherever you can, if you haven't already. We've been talking about that. I think I feel like he was on thumbnails about two weeks ago, but going at him. Pulzingas, only 29 minutes, 22 and 5, two steals, two blocks. He was great. While Hachimura, 32 minutes, 26 points, 61%. Unfortunately, just one of three from the line and empty in other areas, but that's what he does. But he's doing what he does, right? Taking the extra opportunity with more minutes, more shot attempts with Beal out. Taj Gibson out helped as well. And then combining that with red hot shooting percentages, making him seem a lot better than he is. Again, it sounds like I'm shitting on the guy. I'm not. Look, he's been great, but this is not realistic to continue. He can't play 32 a night and shoot 60% from three and have 27 usage. He he can't do that as Beal returns. It just isn't going to happen. So while this is good, it's fueled by points and points only and good field goal percentage. And those two things are going to come down in pretty extreme ways. So while Beal is out, stream Hachimura, absolutely more value in points season categories. We know this, but Don't get carried away and watch who you drop. Again, only two games next week as well. You might get one game with him with Beal out. You might get zero with Beal out. So be aware of that also. Monte Morris didn't do much. 7-3 and 4, while Kuzma had an inefficient triple-double. 10-13 and 11 is great. For fantasy, it's not that good. No threes, no steals, no blocks. 31% on 16 attempts and missed his only free throw. That, in fact, is a pretty stinky fantasy line for for a triple-double. It's not that good. Um, Kispert did okay, 12-6, and six, two steals, two threes. But again, he shot 100%. Beal out, helps him. Now, they do have the advantage of playing the first game of the week on a low-volume day, I believe. So there is value in having, yeah, having the Hachimuras or the Denny Avdias or the Kisperts even, in case, case Beal is out and you get some value from them on that low-volume Tuesday. But just remember, the long-term value of these players is not particularly strong um, outside of Gafford. 11-12 for Avdia in 29 minutes. Dylan Wright, literally just a steal streamer. 19 minutes, seven and four with a steal. That's it. He's a steal streamer, not a must roster player. On the Bucks, they were without Giannis, Middleton, and Holiday, and George Hill. So it's a little bit all over the place. Javon Carter, 31 minutes, 14 three and three with two threes. Stream him while these players are out. Fine. Grayson Allen, 26 minutes, 13, 5, and 8 with three threes. He's streamable for 12-team leagues while these guys are out. And Bobby Portis stepped up, 19 and 10 in 30 minutes. His value goes up when all these players are out. I still believe that Portis is going to drop off considerably from where he's currently ranked because we haven't really seen this team healthy all season. And when they do, it's probably going to be smack bang in the middle of your fantasy playoffs and Portis is playing 23 minutes a night, giving you 11 and 4. And that's not all that good, is it? Serge Barker played 16 minutes. That's probably all you need to know about this game. Uh, AJ Green played 19 minutes. And Pat Coninson had 10 points with two steals in 29. But there's not a huge amount. Actually, no. One more thing. Jingle Joe Ingles. Last game was great. Um, missed all five of his shots in 17 minutes. That's shit house. He did have six assists. And that's 16 combined assists in his last two games. He's moving into at least 12-team stream territory. He's not a 12-team ad. He's 12-team streamable for those assist numbers only. And deeper league stuff. But yeah, this was a pretty rough night overall from Ingles. He'll be better. Um, but there's still a long, and I don't think he's ever going to get to be a must-roster. I don't think he's ever going to be a must-roster 12-team league player, but he was just a little bit rusty uh, in this one. The shot just didn't go in, and the minutes were reduced in a blowout. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. You're looking for a delicious treat? Of course you are. You want something that's low in calories and low in fat and low in sugar and also high in protein? Well, I've got it. It's built. It's here. It's one of the best-tasting protein bars you will find, if not the best. In fact, it is the best. And you love having treats and you love losing weight and you love exercising. Maybe you don't, but you know you've got to do it. And helpful in that is having treats which taste bloody good, but don't impact your calorific intake and help build that muscle mass that you're looking for with protein. That's what Built Bar does. And instead of going onto built.com, which you can still do, but that's what you used to have to do in the past. But now you can get them in Walmart or Sam's Club. At Walmart, they've got four bar boxes, cookies and cream, double chocolate, and coconut puffs. And if you're near a Sam's Club, you can get a 13-bar box with brownie batter and churro flavor. You can thank me later. So go to Built.com, but also go to Walmart, go to Sam's Club, and get yourself some Built Bars. Built Bar is built different. Right, let's go to the next game, the Kings and the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies win it 118-108, the final score. In this game, um, Sabonis was great again. Not quite as good as the other games, but still good. 18, 14, and four with good percentages. And Fender Pants had 14, six, and five. Kevin Herter, he's on a nice little hot streak at the moment. It's always willing. To, or you should always be willing to sell for a top 75 guy when he plays like this. 14, six, and five with two steals is good. Well, Darren Fox can't really recapture that form, can he? 19, four, and six is, is fine, but 39% shooting, one steal. 41st ranked player this season now, which is about the zone that he was drafted. He just can't really get those numbers back. Malik Monk had a good one, 18-5 and 3. He remains a really solid points and threes streamer when the schedule suits, but not necessarily a must-roster player. While Keegan Murray is definitely not a must-roster player. Get that garbage out of here. He did have two steals, but everything else is just it's so blah. 10-3 and 1, two threes, 33% shooting, no free throws. He's not a top 180 player this season. Um, and I'm not even sure that he falls into the luxury stash category. He's getting a lot of opportunities. And I, I just, I don't know. Part of it's bias. I didn't rate him that highly in coming into the draft. So I look at it and go, yeah, makes makes sense. He's not that good. All right, that's sort of how I look at it. So take that into consideration when you consider whether you want him as a luxury stash or you're convinced that he's going to be significantly better than this. Because I'm not. And finding his role as the fifth offensive option on this team and someone who's not aggressive rebounding or defensively is really hard for him to find that value. So, yeah, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out on him. Um, the Pencil Harrison Barnes. Barnesy. 16 points for Barnesy with four threes and five rebounds. You'll be shocked to note that he didn't block a shot. Again, um, shot poorly, but my stuff remains on him. Like, not a must-roster guy. Grab him when necessary. Schedule streamer, much like Malik Monk. Reliable, but no upside. Look, at all, I don't think. For the Grizzlies, Morant, 35-8-5. Great percentages, great field goals, great free throws, great defensive stats. He's on a nice little run at the moment. That's really big. Des Bain was out, so we got 32 Tyus Jones minutes. 18-6-8 with five threes. Wow, I did not see this coming. Because even when Bain was out for that huge amount of time, we didn't get Jones playing 32 minutes. It just didn't happen. Now, it does help that Aldama was out and Zaire Williams was out as well, and Brandon Clark. So they had to run small a lot. So take that into consideration. I still think that Jones is just that extra, extra luxury stash as a Morant breaking, break glass in case of emergency play. Not a must roster. Dylan Brooksy-Brooks started out poorly but ended with 15 points on 19 shots with a steal and a block. Not a disastrous night but not a 12-team league player. Well, Jaron Jackson had 14 and 7, three blocks, 29 minutes. Not his best night but fine. With um, Clark out, 34 minutes for Steve Adams, 11 points but 23 rebounds. A steal and two blocks. We know that his free throws are a disaster. You're well aware of that. But this guy is producing very strong value, better than I thought he would. I thought he might struggle a little bit this season to get like enough minutes, but his minutes have pushed up and the production's been really, really good. They played Xavier Tillman, oh, sorry, Xavier T. Ilman as the backup center today and David Roddy got into the mix for five points in 15 minutes on subpar percentages. But... Not a huge amount more, I don't think, to discuss there. The one that stands out is Tyus Jones. But it's a Bain absence. It's a Clark absence. It's an Aldama absence. It's a Williams absence. Meaning, don't get too excited about that sort of performance from Tyus Jones. His valuation stays probably the same as it was before today's games. And finally, we're able to get to the last game of the night after about a 40-minute delay because Rob Williams threw down a dunk and screwed the rim up. It became uneven. They couldn't get it level. They had to replace it. Eventually... We got it back out there and going with the uh, the game. Um, and it was a game that the, the Nuggets won pretty easily. 123, 111, the final score. Denver gets it done without Jamal Murray. For the Celtics, it was really Jalen Brown driving the show. JB, you've got it again. 30 and eight with four threes on 60% shooting a big game from him. While Tatum had 25, seven and six with two steals. Pretty good game from Tatum. Not quite as good as Jalen's in this one. They're still really limiting the rock DJ, uh, Robbie Williams. 19 minutes, 8 and 6. 100% shooting is great. He's still a must-roster player pretty clearly. But the Jaron Jackson situation coming back from a serious foot injury and just being straight into it is the anomaly. And this is why we try to avoid these guys, especially avoid them in the first seven, eight rounds of a draft, is because you don't know when they're going to be back. And when they come back, how long is it going to take for them to get back to full speed and sitting back-to-backs and re-injury risk? that's, That's the worry we always have with that. So... The fact that we're still, what, two weeks into Rob Williams' return, he's still not playing 20 minutes a night, is a bit of a concern long-term. I don't think he's hitting that 30 from last season, but maybe he's only a 25-minute-a-night guy peak and not 30. That, that is a worry. It was a stinker from Marcus Smart, just four points. But he had seven assists. He shots to 17%. But the guy who's really losing out here is Malcolm Brogdon. 20 minutes only, 4 points, 17%. Derek White's getting the minutes, not him. Brogdon can be jacked. Get that garbage out! Derek White started the first half. Grant Williams started the second. White had 13 with a steal and a block. Uh, Grant Williams had 9-5 and five with a steal and a steal and block. Totally fine as streamers. And the Celtics have a really good um, quality game week. All three of their games are on low-volume days this week. So White and Williams have that appeal. But outside of that, they're not must-roster players. Brogdon, I guess, has appeal just for the week because of the schedule. But long-term, I don't think any of these guys should be considered must-roster players. For the Nuggets, Big Chungus. He's just carving people up at the moment. 30 and 12, 12 assists, 77 from the field, 8 of 8 from the line. He's number one in Category Leagues now, number three in Points Leagues, dominating. 37 minutes for Aaron Gordon, 18, 6 and 7, two steals and a block. He's been significantly better than any expectation. While without Jamal Murray, they did not start the five-minute man. They started the shark, Bruce Brown. 30 minutes for Brown, 21 points, four threes, 57%. Now... I don't like Brown necessarily as a must-roster guy moving forward, but the Nuggets have one more back-to-back this week. They play again tomorrow. But they have one more back-to-back later this week. So Brown's going to have a pretty good opportunity. Hold him. And the same, I guess, we could say with Bones. He plays tomorrow. He only had 17 points, but played... Or sorry, he only played 19 minutes, but did have 17 points with three threes. Had four assists. Still a good line. And with another back-to-back this week, there is still another opportunity to hold on to him if you did add him. Well, KCP, look, he's just... He's a streamer, really, isn't he? Six points, two threes, four assists. It's not good enough to be be considered a must roster, but he's always going to be in that mix of, hey, the Nuggets play on a low-volume day. Let's try KCP. Like, if you you had KCP for today and you probably won't start him tomorrow, like dropping him for someone that plays on Tuesday, a Celtics player, like it's a good move. Because I don't think KCP is that guy we just need to hold on to. I thought Christian Brown played really well. Didn't reflect in the stat sheet, two points in 25 minutes, but I thought his on-court play and his defense was really, really quite impressive. Let's look at the lines of the night. The monstrous does, of course, go to the big chungus himself, Nikola Jokic. The waiver wire line of the night is Tyus Jones. The young gun is Corey Kispert, and the dart of the night is Malcolm Broggo Brogdon. Top 10 players. Number one was Jokic, followed by Jalen Brown, Ja Morant, Kristaps Porzingis, Tyus Jones, Aaron Gordon, DeMontis Sabonis, Stephen Adams, Kevin Herter, And Bruce Brown, your top 10 players rostered in under 50% of leagues. Tyus Jones, that's that's Bain's absence. Nothing really to look at there. Grayson Allen, that's everyone's absence. Always a streamer for threes, but not much more. Corey Kispert, don't care. John Concha, don't care. Grant Williams, good stream for the week with the schedule. Javon Carter, well, that's an in injury stuff. Trey Lyles is not a 12-team league player. He is just a deeper league stream option. Denny Avdia, if Beal is out, you can use him, but that's about it. Pat Connaughton, I don't really even think there's 14-team league value there. And then AJ Green, yeah, AJ Green. Um, don't need to care about that really anywhere. The top 10 players in points leagues today. Jokic, Morant, Adams. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Sabonis, Aaron Gordon, Tyus Jones, Kristas Porzingis, and Rui Hachimura. And to answer the quiz question from earlier in the day, the player drafted out of Wake Forest to Atlanta who last played for the Milwaukee Bucks was Jeff Teague. And today, that will do it. Oh, what are my words out the wrong way? That will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you are here on YouTube, please thumb it up. Please leave a comment, like, and subscribe. Guys, we are done. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.